Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dwight Cree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Better Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Better Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, The People Persons Better Podcast. Time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me every week is my buddy Brian Sittler. Hey there, Hilton. Hey, Brian. Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, you know, it's a it's a painful day, and love is pain, so this is a good day. Love is a struggle, and we don't need love and just that general sexiness shoved in our face all the time. Because it could, it, you know, what general sexiness leads to. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, we were, we were warned about this yeah. by one uh, Dwight Schrute. Yeah. Uh, God, uh, hostile. A hostile workplace. A hostile work environment. Yeah. It's not okay. This, it, that's what sexiness leads to, folks. Remember that. Yeah. Uh, d- despite that, we've taken the risk and brought some love and sexiness onto the show. Welcoming back guest, Josh Bolt. Oh, All the love. I am I am neither lovable nor sexy, but I appreciate no, the... No, you're uh, not the love and sexiness we need here. No. Well, welcome podcast. to our Lonely Hearts Club <laughs> if it, band. If it is, if it is, you have gone way off the map, my friend. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> You are lost. We are lost. Well, and I think uh, I, I do do believe the three of us we are all single this oh, year. Oh, we are. Yes. Valentine's Day. Yes, we are. Oh, we are. In this Valentine's this Day. This Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we're recording in October. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we're single for this Halloween. Well, yeah. love is scary yeah. in yes. October. I think it all makes sense. It does. I, I, there is a theme. There is I don't theme. think you can argue with that logic. I can't either. Meanwhile, I do look over, and here on the uh, the outside of our recording studio, where it becomes my home again, I see Christmas mm. lights. So really, uh, multiple holidays. <laughs> we incorporate. <laughs> we're all over the place. <laughs> these are your everyday lights. <laughs> these are my everyday lights. It's, it's daytime. It, these are October daylights is what they are. I love it. Exactly. I was thinking, isn't like uh, daylight savings coming soon? It like, is. It's like a week or two. The the end uh, the end of daylight savings. Yeah, yeah I well, I think it's in uh it's like the first weekend of November. November. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, cuz they pushed okay, it yeah. back. So it's like well, four weeks. Well, because they shortened they shortened standard time cuz uh, mm-hmm. it used to start I think it was like the week before Halloween. Okay. And then ended like sometime in mid to late March yeah. mm-hmm. and then they made it uh, a, a week later, then a start. week later to end, and uh-huh. a week earlier to start. Gotcha. So it's so it's so significantly even more daylight. Yes. <laughs> and is this? Is, did you said the end of? Is this the last time we're doing it? Do we not switch after that? You or? know, they I, haven't. They haven't said that. Yet. They haven't yeah. said that yet. No. Well, I'm I'm wondering. So, I'm wondering if the plan is to go on to daylight savings time again, and then just and then keep stop. it. Right. I mean, personally, Have long days all the time. Personally. I'm fine with keeping it at standard time because I mean, even though sure it's it's dark at six p.m. where where we live, uh, but you know we're we're pretty much like smack in the middle of not only the country but of like you know latitude yeah. on Earth that right. you know it's not right. It's, it's not, not too oppressively bad, bad. No. and you know and even in the summer you know sun's going down at you know eight thirty which is fine eight thirty is a good time to. Gives you those nice, sun. warm summer nights. Yeah. It's, true. it's dark exactly. out, still nice and warm. Yep. I agree. I yeah. think they're going to run into the same problems that that caused them to do it in the first place. I can't remember the year they started doing it, but that's... Maybe. I'm fine changing if that's what everybody wants to do. You yeah. know who I'll I would adapt, love to see? You know who I'd love to see talk about again. it? What? would be uh, the cast of The Office. Yes. Oh, that oh would be a God. great title for that. <laughs> Michael Scott talking about Daylight Dwight Savings. Schrute talking oh, about please. Daylight Savings. Oh, You would get all of the facts of Daylight Savings time from Dwight like false it is not about farming it also does not oh conserve energy like they said it would right 
Does he mention daylight savings in the series? I feel like I remember that. If I, he would have, I, you know, Maybe. I mean, him being a farmer, it has okay. to have come surely, up. Surely, there's surely. a deleted scene. It would have been in the spinoff. We know that much. It would have yes. happened. It would have been a key episode of yeah. a farm. Uh, I can't Maybe wait. A season. <laughs> that I I can't wait till we get to that episode. Uh, but we are still a ways away. We are back in Blood Drive uh, today, where the uh, romance is on uh, oh. high display, despite Michael's best efforts. You know, I I meant to say what an unfortunate holiday to. Um, to be quote unquote celebrating when you're going through what Michael's gone through in the last couple of episodes. Yeah, this is this is peak sad Michael. Yeah, and and, and we, we we it was even worse because apparently Kevin is in the same boat now. Oh, but mm-hmm. not the same because not even. Uh, oh right, Holly was sure. much hotter, much yeah. hotter than. than <laughs> he, he, and even Kevin can't imagine what that must be. Yeah, that must be. <laughs> you know, I mean, I. A question, though, about, like, of course, like, Holly and Michael, of course, ending up together, spoilers, but, and their relationship being pretty sweet, there is still this part of me that, as much as I love it, I still couldn't ever really buy them as, as a couple. Well, it's, it's just like, it's just like, Holly seemed way too normal to also be okay with Michael Scott's, like, silliness. They did a great job introducing a few key Holly silly moments. That That is true, yes. but I, I kind of feel like, again, this is just me personally, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they were affected in that, like, well, this is the person that Michael Scott in the show is supposed to end up with, so, you know, she's got to have these, you know, little goofy moments, but... You know, it, it kind of seems like... I mean, I, I don't hate them she, together. She has the tolerance of David Wallace. I'm going to put it that yeah. way. Yeah, that's true. The, the, the only time she really gets upset about it and, like, mad is is when it threatens her, it, when it gets in the way of her job. Right. With Meredith. Yeah. When, that, when he does that and he's just trying to say, oh, you know, it's family. And, like, you know, they definitely... She definitely establishes, like, a different, like... Outlook on life that way. Yeah, you yeah. really get her in her HR role, right? Uh, yeah. Otherwise, though, she's willing to go along with m- whatever Michael yeah. will do, yeah, or won't do. It's just for me, it kind of felt a little unearned. I mean, that that's it's not a big complaint for me, but it's it's just one of the things that with the office, it's always kind of been mm. in I the can back see what of you mind mean. that I, I you know, it's not it's yeah. not bad. It, it's the be- It's honestly it, the best they could do without making just a. A female Michael, just like a wacky female caricature mm-hmm. of, uh, well, you know, Michael Scott. That it's also part of of the the evolution of this show from being a true copy of the British show to being its own American sitcom. In that they mm-hmm. have to make characters in the end likable. That's true, yeah. and and of course we're in. Uh, I, I believe on uh, previous uh, shows that I've been on, we've talked about uh, how The Office. Like we are in. We are in The Office is a TV show yeah. now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not, you know, you had like seasons one through three, four is really when, and that was also, I think, partially due to the writer's strike too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one through three, solidly, you could buy the conceit that this was a documentary about an office. 
Mm. You know, yeah. Now we're in we're in season. We're, this is season five, mm-hmm. right? We're in like late season five, going toward late. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. to hit my second paper second paper. half of we're we're off yeah. the. Yeah, you know, of course oh, it's yeah. Valentine's Day. We're back from the winter intercession of that all that all sitcoms. This take. has been the longest season of our uh, podcasting history, actually. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> this, this Unless was... there's another pandemic, <laughs> we're never going to beat that, <laughs> right? Because we technically started season five before the pandemic. Oh so wow! In fact, one of your episodes. I, oh yeah, was, I think was, it was. Yep. Pre-pandemic, yes. I think it was. Yep. Tom, but, we had Tom King as well around that yep. very end. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And uh, but but the thing is though, I mean, not and not to say that because this is while it is very solidly a TV show now. Yeah. This is when it's firing on all cylinders. Oh, everybody's sure. got it's still everybody's got their characters down. They know uh, the exactly writers who they are. know who the characters are. Yep. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody's just it's th- this is peak. Office. It's, it's, it uh, hasn't gotten it hasn't gotten stale that some people complain about yet yeah you know this no. this is it no it it doesn't feel as, it doesn't feel as perhaps tired as it might seem right. that way later on yeah, right exactly yeah. this it's is still when, fresh enough yeah this is when the office is the the cultural juggernaut yeah yeah this was yeah. Super Bowl me- se- this is the Super Bowl yeah, season su- yeah stress yeah. relief was just a few episodes ago this is when they are they're firing on all cylinders and they're announcing to the world this is us we're a hit tune in and this and yeah. and that is the type of office that it, basically where we are right now is how all of us remember the office mm. yeah fondly yeah. Exactly. you know sure. it's this sure it's how it's how it it may be not this specific season but just how good mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. at this point, even though, like I said, they've abandoned the conceit of, you do- know, yeah, that they, it is they, they a documentary. Draw back on the documentary. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, you know. It, but they it, never forget it, though. No. And it still plays a part, a big part at yes. the end. So, yes. Yeah. And I'm glad that they did that. Yeah. But, you know, eventually. Yeah, yeah. you start getting into things like, uh, not, not to jump too far ahead, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to earlier in the episode, but, but just for an example, like, them following Jim and Pam and Phyllis and um, uh, uh, Vance, Bob Vance. Bob Vance. I don't know yeah. How could we forget <laughs> that name? He just wow. says it. He introduces himself. Apparently, I haven't heard that name enough. Yeah, yeah. right. If only he'd say it more often. <laughs> That's hilarious. But but yeah, like there's no need for a camera crew to follow that them. We have almost to... never followed the team to lunch before. Right. You know, and mm. suddenly to do that. And I get it mm. that we do have three cast members for the documentary. Yeah. Plus one of the intriguing extras. Right. You know uh, what? But this is not. It was, they... it was Bob Vance's idea for this because Phyllis comes to Jim and Pam and Bob Vance is like, ooh, more screen time. You for, know, uh, I wouldn't. That, that could be a good in, in universe headcanon because the only other times <laughs> that they've gone to like with the hibachi restaurant or Chili's because yeah. it was or, because or the of ice skating rink. Yeah, it was some yeah. sort of office yeah, party. related yep. and it thing. Was, there but was it, business. But it was also key members of the team. Yes. And, and if, 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 if we're to assume there's an in-universe reason for why the cameras are following around certain members, we have to assume that they targeted a few as maybe the the better ones on camera. Yeah. The documentary sure. crew pro- pro- mm-hmm. the documentary crew probably got involved with the pro- project uh, isolated Jim, Pam, Ryan, Dwight and Michael as oh these guys have personality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that one guy with the beat farm. We got to get more of him. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Right. Make sure they go out together on sales calls. Yeah. Like keep them together, and, you know, like and, yeah, the best. And Jim and Pam they're like a real every man and every woman and they're into each other, right? Let's yeah. just keep an eye on them, you know. Was it yeah. was the documentary cuz they never really touch on it that much like was it like an independent 
project. It's never that specific. We never learn. You we know, never. I mean, unless like whenever they do a when they ever they actually show it at the last few episodes or whatever. Yeah. One, um, there's like a title screen, and I don't even remember if there's like a production company or anything right? listed at all. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's completely nameless. Like yeah. Except except for Brian. Yeah. yeah, Brian and, and PBS. Who everybody we know hates it's on PBS. Okay, mm-hmm. and which makes complete sense. Yeah. So. Okay, so it is a P- so it does have some you know some well of course money money maybe. from viewers like us yeah. funding the project. Good job, exactly. good job everybody. Yeah. Well done, y'all. <laughs> Even to you that don't watch uh, public public t- TV, you got your tote bag. You helped make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White thanks you from beyond the grave. <laughs> she does. She does indeed. Um, uh, but I I did want to mention kind of going back. Back to the beginning of the episode, the the cold open yeah. in this episode. Oh, I I love this. This is you get this is deceitful. You know, now that Pam and Jim are together and they can they're kind of free to be more of you know actual characters, mm-hmm. not just kind of like the they're still kind of the audience proxy not... of the show. But since they've got together and the will they won't they has been resolved. They're kind of allowed to be more like of the cast. It's a clever now. opening. They get to be thrown in the middle of the antics. Yeah, and, and then they, they have to be clever. And then Jim has to be clever enough to show some love to Pam and do hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then Pam's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, they're not going to automate this. That's my job. Well, yeah. and it's, you I wonder know, how long she's been staving this guy off. Like months. <laughs> anyway, well, it has to be. And I love it because you start to see a little bit of Pam doing things for her own devices, for her own needs. Yeah. You, she's not full on oh, corrupt. That's what I said. Yes, she's yeah. not yet. Yeah. But she's not we a doormat another, anymore. We got another season to go. <laughs> yeah, but she's not the doormat exactly. But it's also somewhat of a callback to. Um, the Halloween episode from the first season where Jim gets to take on the character of Michael. Yeah. And and right in front of him and yeah. somehow keeps it a secret from him. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, and I love the deft stepping that Jim does uh, with the, you know, he walks up and says, Michael Scott. He doesn't say, I'm Michael Scott. He yeah. doesn't introduce nope. himself. Mm-hmm. There's no paper trail that could be, you know, that he could have been, uh, uh-huh. you know, acting uh, bad as a, an employee. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and he keeps it going where when Michael comes out, he just turns to him and says, Jimbo, yeah. <laughs> which to Michael is silly play. Yeah. And he's yeah. always he's always charmed by anybody. Every Jim, most everybody. over. Oh, everybody. yeah. Well, and anyone, anyone playing anyone Michael's down. Yeah. Jim wanting to play is like Michael's dream fucking come <laughs> yeah, true. He's yeah. having a wet dream right. Exactly. <laughs> to the third party guy, to our salesman. <laughs> It looks like he's that now this guy in the suit that came out of the office is clearly Jimbo. Exactly. Yep. Yep. It's really, it's It's just definitely done. And that everybody (laughs) in this office is insane. And I I got it. Okay. But speaking of the camera uh, crew, uh, I got to give them props in this opening because they get, I, I love how they get to be the character where. Or you know, we recognize Pam's not, or she says Michael's not there, and then he we pans zooms over, in. Uh-huh. zooms in, and, and then as she's looking through his calendar, like so much, he's just and there's like nothing. On there. Yeah, it yeah. shows. Yeah, I, you get those nice little visual fun. I wonder if moments. that salesman watched the documentary and was like, "Hey, right, yeah." <laughs> and then uh, in the talking oh, head, that's great. Where Pam talks about, but can a uh, yes. machine put out candy? And she stops and she stares in the distance, and you can almost see the realization before she says, "Vending machine." <laughs> yes. Let's be well. Let's be honest. She's really paid to 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 be a somewhat. 
I don't know if therapist is the right word, but oh, uh, yeah. I mean, something for whatever she is for Michael, that's what she's really paid I'm, for. I mean, as ridiculous as it is to put up with Michael's shenanigans, like that's got to be a, that's a pretty damn good job. She's, she's underpaid. Got. Let's put like, it that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, she's like, she's got it. You know, relatively yeah. from a work stand, not everything that comes with it. Mm. Yeah. But you know, from like a work standpoint, I mean, she's she's gravy. No. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just dealing with one weirdo. Yeah. All day. That's your big thing. Well, two. You got Dwight. Two. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and then later, that other that other weirdo. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. So glad they were able to just get Dwight into it. Well, I mean, he's obviously he wants to jump in the middle of anything. <laughs> well, anything so. Michael's oh, yeah. doing. <laughs> well, and that's because that's the point too is when when, when they start doing the. And and Mike, Michael jumps into it and does it again, and then you get Dwight jumping in, and at that point it is just unleashing the insanity of the office on this unsuspecting character. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and and just in a perfect way, and then you can still buy it that he's just like, oh, okay, I'll buy. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to see that guy. I want to see the first scene of that guy's existence right after he leaves and what he, t- he tells yeah. somebody. <laughs> want him to call the office and be like, "Okay, Dunder Mifflin is weird as yeah. hell. There's... Stay the fuck away from yeah, those people. There's... Do not try and sell to these people." Yeah. And honestly, though, I would prefer a, a receptionist. I don't need to see the machine to do yeah. anything. Yeah, you, you kind of need that human touch. Yeah. I mean, you can also use it when maybe she can't be there for the day. Yeah, you know. I mean, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't anyway. get on on the perils of an automated phone system <laughs> right. being placed in use of the business. But I will say that if I call a business and I get, you know, hello, you can speak to me like a regular person. Yeah. Strike. All I want to do is hang up. Exactly. Uh-huh. Oh. Or you wonder if you had the wrong number. Yeah. You oh, know, or all like, I ever oh, this do. Is it. Oh my god. All I've ever done, like when I, I when I used to work, uh, my uncle uh, before he retired, he was an oral surgeon, and yeah. I worked in the front office of his practice, and we'd have to call and deal with insurance companies and everything like that, and of course, all of them. Welcome to the blah 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 dial by you know mm-hmm. automated. If you need this you do one, is... representative. Yep. And representative. Right. I'm smashing that zero yeah. and saying yeah. representative yeah. Yeah. until somebody gets on the phone mm-hmm. with me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That you know what that is the one thing that I think unites us as a people. Like all types of backgrounds, religions, mm-hmm. creed, True. And color. Just some kind of human. You tool. all hate that automated answering service. Yes. That's the thing. So God bless you, Pam, for That's, fighting the good fight. It's kind of a- for receptionists and and answering people, people who answer, people of answer. I don't know. It's kind of yeah. the crux of like the Terminator, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, premise. Really, like, you start. It starts with we press, want to kill. Yes, yeah. it starts with press one for receiving, <laughs> and it ends <laughs> with we are Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If Skynet sounded like that, but, but we no, are in control. All, like an Austrian, I guess. All those people. You're right. They deserve. They're they're just as noble as people who give blood. You know, <laughs> today today's Good episode saying. is dedicated to the true lifesavers, uh, those who donate blood and receptionists. Yes, we love you. God bless and all the of cookies you. that they provide. Yeah. Yes, uh, you know. But <laughs> listen, for the record, we're not discounting vending machines. You're also good. You're also mm-hmm. seen. You have your place. You're valid. Well, we got to hedge our bets with the machines somewhat. A little you know. bit, That's right? Because Skynet's fucking coming. <laughs> good luck, everybody. Uh, you know, you know who is uh, not coming out of the bathroom in time mm. is. Bob and Phyllis. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Not just any bathroom, the handicapped roomy bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> what if a person with disabilities needed right. to go? That's not cool, y'all. That's yeah. 
There you go. That's a, <laughs> there you go. God forbid no that kidding. a handicapped and person with a lactose intolerance who, who, who accidentally <laughs> had some cereal this morning yeah. will be further traumatized from <laughs> having to see you. <laughs> also, I, I, I did a rewatch today, and I cranked the volume up right as Pam and Jim Sorry. lean in, and you can hear it. Oh yeah, you, you, yeah. you can hear. Oh it. yeah, you yeah. You, but I try not to, kind of. <laughs> but, but you still can, mm-hmm. and, and and it doesn't stop. But then I like Jim's just turnabout. He he's just like he's just liquid, man. Like oh, oh. like uh, Pam is more like jolted. <laughs> oh, no, which I understand completely. <laughs> Jim's escape from any awkward situation, like like fucking Bruce Lee, just yeah. like water. Yeah. And it was and it was esque of like when when Packer did the dump. He had the special package for Michael, yeah. and they go in and they're like, like you see Pam just sort of like mm, no, <laughs> it's immediate. It's it's such a and, and it's visceral. You feel it. It's, and you just mimic what they're doing. That's it. That's that. That body language is just such an. It's such an overlooked and exceptional bit of acting mm-hmm. for the way that they can use that, that language to just kind of bring us into the scene. We all know what it's like to hear sex sounds and be like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not yeah. now, not yeah. I'm at when, work. I am, hear, you know, wherever. To hear I sex am. sounds when you shouldn't hear them. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. It's almost like it should be a pamphlet. Like <laughs> just like going back to the carpet. When you smell the poop in a place you're not supposed to smell it. You yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you ever walk into a room and you smell, and you're like, oh, what? something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> I don't need to be here. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. And, you know, as single guys, it's already just bad enough hearing people having sex yeah, that, that right. aren't you in any yeah. capacity. Yeah. But let alone who you work with, right? (laughs) At a lunch, yeah, in public. (laughs) There's so many levels to how bad it is. Yeah, and And then then... (laughs) he get back to the table, and Phyllis is so winded, and just, just how she just (laughs) she's housing that that water, pounding it, (laughs) just. Yeah, it's so much more effective that way. Yes. I don't know why. <laughs> and immediately back in the conversation, what were we talking about? Bowling. <laughs> yeah, bowling. <laughs> I got, I got. So, so, quick sidebar. I, I just restarted um, listening to the uh, Office. The, the, um, it's the one that Brian Bum- Bumgardner did. His okay. podcast. The, uh, it's the oral history of the Office. Yeah. And they were talking. Oh, about... Oh, he does one too. He oh, did one. He, he did it, one. It's oh, like a ten part series yeah. on. It's on Spotify. It's oh. on everything. Well, because I know. Uh, I know Jenna Fisher. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he did one too. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to Office Ladies. But also. yeah, they're going. But through. he did just more like a documentary. Mm-hmm. Then he and he interviewed everybody. Yeah. Okay. But which, by yeah. the way, I think Office Ladies uh, still behind you guys right uh-huh. now yeah. in, ter- yeah. in terms of episodes they've they've got. Oh, to. oh no no no! They're they're past us. Oh, are they? Yeah, they are. I just ah. saw it. they got their yeah, but they've they kept going through the pandemic. So well, yeah. That, yeah, they caught up. They caught up, and they're getting you know. Well, but um, you know, but well, they were in the damn show. Fine, so. fine. Ex- yeah. exactly. I will allow yeah. <laughs> these two delightful, talented, wonderful people that actually they have their the own engineers who created this thing we love. <laughs> I will allow them to be farther along on their journey to recap this thing Fine. that we love. Fine. To provide us with more content to enjoy. I suppose us here at the People Person Paper Podcast will I'll allow it, it. I'll let it go. Uh, I'll let no, it go for now. That's but, interesting but, that Brian Bumgarner did. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. Most and then and then he released all the interviews like as just like hour long, like full on. So ah. everything that he used in the 
documentary, then he went and delete, he released all those too. So oh, he nice. released that too. But they talked about Phyllis, and, you know, she was not an actress. She was the casting. She helped Allison Jones with the casting. That's right. That was her. I remember that. But they were talking about just how, what a natural she was. Mm-hmm. And to see a scene like this now, like, and she actually did, like, learn more about acting, and she did take that. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't want to just, you know, not study anything so she had by this point i'm sure she had a little more experience but she plays that scene so brilliantly yes it's so amazing and that i mean that whole that whole scene (laughs) i mean jim and pam again you know kind of being sneaky Mm -hmm. underhanded people when they're Mm -hmm. in the bathroom Uh you know the fries yeah Mm -hmm. just taking the fries oh yeah they have up a little bit they have their little relationship moment when she Mm -hmm. tells him to cover up the uh the the missing fries with the broccoli and he's like oh i have to do it you know like they have that back and forth going on and that coming on the heels of the talking head in the beginning with him uh, yeah talking about her being engaged more than once yeah yeah saying on cupid's birthday (laughs) whenever anybody says present company excluded in the show it's always such a it's such a uh-huh. cringy moment it's always a burn <laughs> it's always, always a burn, burn. Mm-hmm. And, and they know it That's yeah <laughs> and, and the but choreography Jim... him going in for the kiss him turning the cheek giving a little smile <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, yeah she turns that cheek it's so yeah. good. sass on that i love yep it. this episode they feel like a couple they feel like a real couple uh-huh. they do. it's fun yeah yeah they're fun uh uh uh, uh you know, fiancés. Dare, dare I say, they are flaunting their love and sexiness in front of all of us. But but we know <laughs> it's that... It's leading hostility. Yeah, that can lead to a hostile work environment. Exactly. That's what I'm feeling. That's Thank you. Feeling. That's, uh, you know, but... And and Michael has to take charge by sitting on Jim's desk in the oh. most, one of the most, speaking of awkward... That leads yeah. Because uh, Jim's just like, oh, are you going to talk to me in the office? Oh, no, you're not. Yep, yep. Mealy stands up. Mealy sits down. <laughs> And then the little bits like, uh, if you choose to keep us out, we do. <laughs> Again, the great acting and body language, Jim, just uh, just, just sitting back. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and, yeah. uh-huh. and then Pam, just for extra insurance, says, you can't be a part of our relationship, Michael. I love that. And she says it with this force that you're like, this is far from the first time. Oh, right. And oh, he's that, always and, tried to and insert this, And the fact still remains, she shouldn't have to say that in the first place, but she's just like, no, she does, so yeah. she does. Well, because in Michael's mind, he was the he was the orchestrator of this grand that's, love. He, he somehow yeah. thinks that yeah. he's the one yeah. that is really responsible for these star-crossed lovers getting together And he's not finally. right. The only thing he did was that he kept Jim's spirits up on that cruise. Yeah, we, on we, that booze yep, cruise. Well, he said yeah. never give up. Yeah. Well, other than, I mean, which, means, which doesn't even constitute that in the slightest. Well, but Michael it's, it's also, also bad advice at the time, to be honest. Honestly, He's, it was. Keep, keep yeah. pursuing this woman in a relationship, sir. The more I watch this show, the first few seasons, the bat, the worse I feel for Roy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Roy got done dirty, man. I mean, yeah, he's got anger issues. Yeah, he needs some therapy. My perspective on this show has changed so much since re- since Watch Through One. That's why yeah. we do it. That's why we do it. <laughs> it's but, so weird. But and it's just you know, in Michael's mind, though, it's not it's not even the talking about like keep your spirits up. Michael thinks that because he is the manager of this office. That he is like like this is a world that he is cultivating yeah. and yes. that like everything, <laughs> you know, it's all because of him that since he created this yep. world, this family at this in this office atmosphere that yeah like oh no I was I was yeah. definitely a big part of uh, Jim and Pam yeah. getting it, together uh, n- not even it's all because of me yeah that, that would have been Michael's take I think he even I I can't fully recall but I think he does actually like I don't know if it's on their wedding 
or or something but he i believe he says something to the effect of that like he is the one it's like dwight breaking down daylight savings it, yeah. it, even if it did well, happen it almost certainly did he, right he essentially <laughs> did the same thing at phyllis's wedding yeah that's he true. wanted to take complete Credit maybe that's also, what I'm. Maybe it's, it's, it's just Phyllis's his little childish, his child thing you, coming through in Megalomania. I gotta tell you, I'm starting to think Michael's a narcissist. Oh, <laughs> start, start, think, start, think he yeah. might have some self-esteem issues. You think? Or... Maybe. I don't know that he is the most observant. No. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Somewhat that, aloof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> and, and yeah. somewhat in his own world. I, yeah. Maybe. I, maybe. I, I, maybe he does not have self-awareness yeah maybe almost like he doesn't understand uh social yeah, cues like and etiquette cues. yeah oh, well okay. you know most bosses don't you know create right. like a lonely singles uh convention or a um lonely a, hearts a, a, a lonely hearts uh bitching session so they can just talk about their worst parts of their relationship yeah this is such an interesting episode because it plays out in the way that a lot of episodes do but it, it has some really unique twists and turns just like michael true. getting an idea that really uh, pilots the episode based on something that happens in the first two minutes is not new. That's mm. happened time and time mm. again. Mm. And here we get it with the reaction to Jim and Pam is what prompts the Lonely Hearts Club. Mm-hmm. Is, is he sees them, you know, to fla- flaunting, flaunting <laughs> their love, and, and he decides that he's going to push back. Uh, and then you have that weaving through with the B plot about the blood drive. And in the meantime, exactly, yeah, and blood that is being given, leading to the mixer. And the mixer leads to something that we almost never see on The Office. We talked a little bit about Pam being Michael's therapist and her coddling Michael. Mm -hmm. The whole office does it. At Mm. the end of this episode, we get the whole office kind of coming to Michael's emotional aid. Yeah. With with Oscar leading the charge when he's like, you know, if you guys can go if you want to. And Oscar's like, no, we'll yeah. stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's they've come all the way from that healthcare in- ending where they all walked out on him and hated his guts. Right. And this is where they've now progressed to. Yeah. And it's like I was watching that documentary and they mentioned at the start how they changed the show from season one to two. They, we wanted to add the same show plus like 10% hope. Well, they, and they, that was the 10% hope at the very end, just to give him a little bit of something. Well, the first season, they basically just wanted Steve Carell to be the American no, David they, Brent. They wanted, exactly. to, they, wanted to, they wanted to keep the overall tone British. Yeah. They yeah. were like, they felt indebted. And they talk about that, which is ironic because Stephen Merchant and um, Ricky Gervais wanted them to go further out there and do their own thing. Yeah, and really? so well, that's cause... how cool they are. I mean, or you know, it's when like they made the first episode a certain way for a reason, so that it wouldn't be too out there for their yeah. bosses. It was the first okay. episode, but of they, the original. but even that, they were like, "Oh, you just kind of did a." Re-. I mean, they didn't hate it or anything, but they're like, they wanted them to do something different with their own way. Yeah, they were all about that. Yeah. And so it's which, interesting, which I kind of get. Oh, because, absolutely! Because yeah. imagine if 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 two other guys uh, hit us up with with a friend and said we're going to do our Parks and right. Rec podcast, right? And they copied us exactly. We'd be like, neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, exactly. But but I'd but, love to right, see what yeah. you can do. But like, say your friend's Greg Daniels, who did The Simpsons. Yeah. You yeah. want to see what he's gonna fucking do with your same premise in another? That's way cooler. Right? Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, and you're like, and you know this guy, he mm-hmm. can fucking do it. Like he's gonna do something. He did King they... of the Hill. He did King of the Hill. He did The Simpsons. Like we love this and shit. It's, like and do it's, it. And yeah. it's you know? really for it, it. It really is for nobody's benefit because I mean the 
the majority of America has a different comedic sensibility than than do, you know, British people. Yes. And so that's why, you know, the Office, the original Office series, you know, didn't really take off as much over here. Mm-hmm. And the Americans that do respond to British humor, they're like, well, I've got the original Office. I, yeah. can, ju- I can just watch that. I'll just watch like, that. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, show me what our take on it give is. me the americans what, yeah. what they think is funny what they what they can do for comedy and it's i feel sad that i don't think i would have i didn't watch the office when it the british version and it mm-hmm. wasn't i don't know if it, i don't know how we could have even seen it back then yeah. but yeah. um i don't think i would have liked it honestly if i'm being completely honest how i was back then right i don't think i would have got it would have taken a couple watches to really get it it's really me. i mean it's dry. It's but it's not just, only is it yeah. dry, but my God, David Brent, like yeah. I mean, really. I'm not sure how much cringy stuff oh, I would have liked. Asshole, back then. asshole, yeah. tightening levels. Just I mean, my opinion. like just Michael, my taste. Ricky yeah. Gervais's ability to commit to an uncomfortable character right. is mm. unsurpassed. Like imagine, and it can be off-putting for some people. Imagine yeah. Scott's tots. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> now imagine that level of maybe not that ex- ex- specific subject. Yeah, because that's very race-focused, which the British show didn't get into. But race that no. level of no. just cringy, like God damn, this is uncomfortable yeah, to shut watch. Up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You know, yeah. like it's that. Yeah. That's how a lot of the the oh, original yeah. British. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I thought I thought it was a very good series. I should rewatch uh, they, it. I feel like I should rewatch. They it again. told a they told a great story in yeah. about thirteen episodes, yeah. and you know it was and but I you know you, what we did with it in this country, like we really you know further expanded it out. We hmm. you know uh, Michael ended up not becoming just a carbon copy of David Brent. He no, was he it, actually no. kind of had, you know, heart and his yeah. his heart was always in the right place. He just, you know, the hope that it added really yes, helped I, turn he, him into a more well-rounded character. You know, and, yes. and that's the thing and then, and then the real great thing is that, so that the end he basically says the real you may not get the girl or in essence, but just the willing to try. Just yeah. the, and the want not yeah. to be completely defeated. That's the that's the point in the episode. He doesn't find the the mystery lady. Right. Which, real quick, I had a question. What are you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say he doesn't find the mystery lady. He finds the will to find, find the lady. There's mm-hmm. a lot of princesses out there. Exactly. And and but one thing that's always confused me about this. I'm glad I get to bring it up because the random so middle of the party, and I think by then maybe it wasn't what it, it was still the mixer. But yeah. that woman who comes by and says, "Is this is this the party?" And he Michael just looks at me and she's like. Nah. Yeah. And she just walks away. And I always thought, wait, was that the woman from the... It was not. It was not. It was not. I had to look at both pictures just to be double sure. It is a different dark-haired woman. And I don't know... I've never quite understood why he said that. Like, was he just done at that point? Because at that point... It's, (laughs) So at that point, it is revealed that the the mixer is not... It's not to help people find love. Right. It's so Michael can track down the blood drive. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. He's hoping okay. she yeah. works in the office park. She's still there. She's mm-hmm. going to see the sign for the mixer. She mm-hmm. needs to meet someone. She's going to come up to Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. She's going right. to see Michael. It's right. going to be rekindled. And I list all that. Yeah. Because it's a great example of how very specific the steps would have to be for Michael's imaginary scenario to play out. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, and again, like Michael having heart, like, I mean, he did a really good job flirting 
with that Dude. girl. And, and it always, so, it's, Michael's biggest problem is he gets in his own way. Oh, yeah. If he doesn't, right. if he just doesn't think and acts on instinct, I mean, you've seen it with, like, when he's a salesman. Yep. He's, you know, he, when he's when he's not obsessing over something and just kind of lets it be, he's actually, you know. He's an idiot savant. Yeah, he's he's yeah. a good, he's yeah. a great flirter. He's he's a great salesman. He's a he's a really, he's, he's a genial, he's, he's a charming. genial yeah. guy. He's funny, uh, he's yeah. quick. Yeah. I will, <laughs> I will provide, I will submit to evidence date Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is that in a fucking nutshell. Not trying. He's in, in the blood drive. He's making her laugh. He's keeping her engaged. Yeah. He's talking about the, the relevant topic that's of interest. Mm -hmm. Date Mike. He just puts on this persona mm -hmm. that he thinks is it's, cool. That, that he thinks sexy. they want. Yeah. Because that is sexy. He yeah. has no idea what sexy is. No. Oh, he, God, no. No. Because he, he thinks Jim and Fam are flaunting sexy yeah. just by existing. Yeah. yeah. He thinks date Mike is attractive <laughs> is, is at what, all. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, and, and then, again, more to my point, once he realizes that, you know, it, it's brought to his attention that he's flirting with her or whatever, he immediately starts yeah. stumbling yeah. And yep. you know yep. when she says you're cute, yeah. But, the minute but he she says you're cute, he is now oh god. And yeah. he is already self sabotaged because he hasn't eaten for three days. Yeah, <laughs> and yes. it's just even if he wanted, you know. And then it, which idiot savant makes him pass out uh -huh. and exactly. not know this woman ever. Yeah, and then he still, and that's how he still ends up with Holly later on. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but the glove, I, I was just like having an outlandish moment. And I was thinking, the glove, he thinks it's hers. Yeah, it couldn't be. And it it, it wasn't. Be. I, I don't think it was there when he sat down. The glove really? was, I don't think so. Yeah, no, and, I, I don't think it was either. And I think that glove has is an echo of the sleeve that he cut off Holly, Holly's shirt in the previous episode, or yeah. sweater, Yeah. in the previous episode of Nashua. And I think that that's symbolic later on of Holly. Yeah. He's and, still making connections with clothes. And, yeah. And yeah. her and like you know love. Well, and it's a great and example that, too of how he is. And not it's a found fairy closure. tale type. Thing. What? Sorry. He's not found closure. No. You know, the whole point oh, of no, lecture no, no, circle no, no, part no. two was him going for closure, and obviously there are still <laughs> issues there. Even if you have closure, Valentine's Day, right? Jeez, yeah, that's just open. It's just not. Yeah, it's that's just not fair. Not. Sounds like you need to go be Willy Wonka or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I get it too. You know, I mean, a sales uh, contest. It's a, it's a tough time of year, man. Even Kelly gets duped. She gets the, oh. the uh, <laughs> we want you to classic. be our Valentine letter, uh, yeah. which I have also received. So it's the evil holiday dentist. letter from my dentist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. Time I, for a yeah. cleaning. And I Most of us one. can tell by, by what it is when we get it that yeah. it's not anything uh, uh, personal. Yeah, because your address is not is printed on, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, like a computer printer. Is Cupid Sparrow ain't coming to visit us no. for that letter. <laughs> and, and, if it, and if your dentist is sending you letters like, like that. You've got a creepy dentist. <laughs> right. You need a new dentist. There could be a creepy letters. spin on this that I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Although but she, uh, Kelly yeah. would just be like, ooh, a dentist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's a, almost a doctor. Oh. <laughs> Who did I, what did I watch recently? Oh, I watched the Golden Girls. I've been watching the old episodes of Golden Girls. Oh, wow. nice. And, and it's on Hulu. I highly recommend it. Nice. And, and I think it's episode two where Dorothy is like, my, my daughter is marrying a dentist. And he finally gets there, and he turns out to be a proctologist. And the girls are not having it. They're, <laughs> mm -hmm. They are not golden about this. <laughs> but uh, I'll... I'll, uh, I'll They're not golden about this? I'll save that for our upcoming spinoff podcast, Blanche's Bedroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> coming up in a few weeks.
No, it's not happening. Although, although Oklahoma's own Rue uh, McClanahan was a treasure, and we do. She was. Yes, rest in peace. She was. But but I, I like that Kelly gets a fun little moment with Meredith later when she um, just whips those wings off the uh, Cupid. Yeah. So now that it's just a stupid baby. <laughs> Great. She's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, good moments from most of the cast to shine. Oh in this yeah. One. Oh, I mean, I, Dwight's pretty. He's pretty underrated when it comes to this episode because he kind of keeps the craziness going um, with a. I mean, we, we, we now know he has a type. Yeah. Uh, when he's lasering in on this Angela-esque on lady. This petite blonde woman. Petite yeah. blonde woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, he, who proceeds to try to sell her paper for a hat. I don't know. But isn't that party. really Dwight's way of that's, mating? Well, that's his mating call? I mean, the is, minute he finds out she uses paper, the heavy breathing starts. He's swooning. <laughs> yeah. When she tries to leave, he even goes to like like touch her arm to like try and maintain contact with her. It's getting a little creepy by that point, to yes. be honest. Well, Rain Wilson has his own creepiness uh, mm-hmm. gifts uh, and <laughs> that he provides. And Angela, and oh, Angela brings the craziness with, too. Talking about duel, like dueling, dueling stories. Yeah, and Oscar's like, Andy's right here, and he goes, "Oh no, this was back in." So you had two sets of men actually duel over you, yeah. and she has that satisfied like. Yeah, I guess I do. And she set that shit up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another episode where Angela is smiling. We are getting such fun little bits of Angela Martin's character this season. Mm. Uh, you know, we had her True. with the cat uh, last episode uh, or, or two ago. Uh, and, and, and I think Angela Kinsey's got to be having a blast right now getting oh, to kind of grow yeah. her character. But you see oh, how yes. thoughtless she is, too, because they she asks or somebody asks where Andy is. And it's Oscar that knows like he's getting it's like he's, he's on his honeymoon thing because he got eight non-refundable <laughs> things i believe he's hot air balloon that that oscar yeah. knows yeah exactly because they're buddies like, now <laughs> like that he's more in tune right? with they, andy they've been buddies since Angela they went to was. uh to uh, ottawa to, 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 yeah toronto toronto and, yeah. Uh, and 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 then later on he was getting a couple's massage yeah and then they they and then angela had a nice uncomfortable moment right then uh-huh, right. but that andy I, now i was like yeah or Oscar knows that. Maybe that's what strikes her also kind of like, whoa, that's that's yeah. that's weird. And then Oscar's but... tale of oh. heartbreak oh, yeah. with, oh. I mean, uh, but and everybody's the mis- the invested. <laughs> the most men are so yes. story of the whole one. Another great oh, Angela moment where yeah. she wants to know more. And oh, she's fascinated, yeah. but she does not approve of she, this. Not yeah. approves, but she always approves of uh, 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 gossip. Good oh, gossip. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. oh, and yeah, he's deceived by somebody who, yeah, that's like one way, I guess, of getting out <laughs> of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just say, I'm not, I'm not gay. Right. But, but and, then, oh, he was. Well, that's yeah. good news. You could just think Michael is. <laughs> So I love that he just thinks that like two gay men just approach each other. Are you? I am. Are you? Let's go. (laughs) Right. Nothing else is a fact. Yeah. I kind of love that. I got it. I wish it was that easy. I got. I do. Yeah. Uh, That would be nice. Yeah. (laughs) It does. It does seem to get past a bunch of. Rigmarole, if you yeah. will. <laughs> like, right. Like, Take a lot of the pomp and circumstance out you of know, the situation. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You? Yeah. No? Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, what, and then and then if not, what else? Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that makes me wish that Michael had had a chance to dip it. You know, nowadays we talk so much about different sexualities and genders. There's so much more yeah. discussion mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I would have absolutely. loved to have seen Michael touch on these topics with that same kind of like <sighs> innocent ignorance, you know? <laughs> 
Like, try and explain the difference between bisexual and pansexual to Michael Scott. And tell me it doesn't end up with him pulling a skillet out of a cabinet. Right. (laughs) And and Dwight coming in. So many variations. Right. And Dwight coming in to say something just so wildly incorrect. Yeah, or or significantly based in the animal kingdom. Right. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking in my mind. Like, you know, all dolphins are pansexual. Wasn't it that when, uh, when COVID was just hitting, like, there was the off thing was like it was like 10 different characters and like the 10 different things they would call it oh yeah like, where like where Dwight was just extra like like you know coronavirus or uh, whatever the most proper name for SARS-CoV-2 yeah, SARS-CoV-2 or whatever no, that, that was Oscar that was Oscar that was and Oscar. then Packers was, was racist uh, Chinese, of course Chinese yeah. virus yeah, yeah. yeah. So. and then uh, yeah Michaels was just something inane or I don't know I couldn't remember yeah, the was, Rona he'd call it like the Rona, Rona yeah. or yeah. something like that it's very silly <laughs> I don't know but... and, and, and that really is uh, you know just another in the list of things I'd love to see him talking about today which would be a, <laughs> a, a, a fun thing <laughs> well you know it, and it's weird they Life you know they talk about they talk about doing an office reboot or revival and i've mm. and you know when i first heard about it i was like i was like but no, the office just ended why would you do that and then i thought back i'm like oh wait no we're at i believe where we are right now nine years the office has been off the air yeah as long as it was i think it maybe it will be next summer yeah. it might be the it's right around the corner because it ended like it's next no, summer it? well yeah, actually 13 actually yeah. no it would it we would already be ahead because it started in 05 and ended in 13 yeah so uh, may of 2013 yeah uh, was the second to last so episode. and then yeah. that'll be well next year it'll be 10 uh, years, years. Yep. so it's actually years. been it, i guess it would have been this past year is yeah. when it would have been so you know i mean i still i'm not saying hey let's you know reboot the i think that story has been told and well and we've talked many times about how many elements of the show they probably could not have gotten away with you know oh uh, there's a lot of and it's it's not even always like whole episodes you know it's more like si- single moments or little characters moments or things you mm-hmm. know little things here and there so but that that just pushed a it's little a time too far. And, it's a time and place yeah. kind of thing so. uh, and and glad for it because yeah it, absolutely it, yeah. it has given us great content to watch again and again and again and it has shaped our analysis of other shows and not to mention this show oh mm-hmm. yeah uh, and then uh you know uh, a fine little uh, podcast yeah there's there's <laughs> oh, nothing too. there's several, several fine podcasts yeah. uh, you know, we hundreds about thousands brian and angela <laughs> and uh, productions you know right. there, there is nothing wrong with you know examining past media through you know the lens of how of you know critiquing it through the lens of how how society is now i think yeah. i think it's important to confront older art and maybe some of its more you know problematic aspects oh, yeah. of it mm. and and not throwing the whole thing out still understanding that you know it was a it, it was a product of its time and this show was never one you know like there's there's old media that was Done in bad faith. Yes. This is a show. Michael is meant to either teach lessons through his bad behavior. Exactly. Or, or to be exemplary of exactly. how not to act. Yes. But but it's like one of my favorite one of my favorite mm. sitcoms, Frasier. I yeah. mean, there is there is some, you know, things that you look through the lens of today. There are some problematic mm-hmm. aspects mm-hmm. on that show, especially as it relates to uh gay men. Mm. Oh yeah. And um 
and yeah, and that is, you know, I still I still love Frasier. Sure. Those parts I'm now like, uh, I don't really care for that. Mm. But it's not enough to, you know, make You're basically make watching. me throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. There you go. Well, and 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 especially because that was a show that started in the the nineties. Oh yeah, early nineties. So, early nineties, and so, then ended a year before The Office even. And, started and mm-hmm. we had a period and just to use uh, uh homosexuality as an example where we thought we were doing right by the gay community yes. by showing them in prominent roles often in almost caricature style exactly uh, uh, per- performances yeah so you would see the flagrant gay next door neighbor mm-hmm. or something that was very a silly and, and probably did a little bit of harm to the community. Mm. Whereas now, it, it, you know, just a, a decade later in 05, you have a show like The Office, which had Oscar as a gay character who was just a regular dude. Yes, he wasn't the gay character. Yeah, even though he was the gay guy at mm-hmm. The Office. Right. He wasn't, you know, he didn't have a... He wasn't he stereotypical. He wasn't automatically given yeah. a lisp. Right. Or, right. Or that he was always talking about pride. You yeah. Know? These were things that may have been... You know, not that gay men don't sometimes have a list, not that there aren't, you know, unique people like that. Absolutely. But it, it, it wasn't the focal point. No. Right. And, and you know, you can you can say I, I mean, I totally agree with you in that. Yeah. there That point in time, like, you know, the the will and grace era yeah. of stuff where they were in prominent roles, but they still weren't fully now. Now, I will say that. And and I I do believe yes it did a little bit of harm to the perception of the community, but I do think it also did get the ball rolling towards acceptance right? that you mm-hmm. know they're like even though they're you know I disagree with how their character was portrayed it's it does at least normalize them in front of a, a larger audience where it's like, oh, people are gay. That's that's great. That's yeah. not a scary word anymore. Will and Grace mm. is a great example. And I, 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 I haven't seen the whole show or anything. I've just seen a, you know, a, a few dozen my, episodes. I watched it kind of by proxy through my pa- mom and right. dad watched it, and I kind of by the, proxy. The Jack character is a great example because Jack was a little bit of a caricature mm-hmm. much of the, the show, but I don't know that that actor or a lot of people would necessarily list that as a detrimental character because it, right. it did also do a lot of good. Well, and he was in fact a, a gay man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and he was kind of an icon for a while, yeah. you know, and, and especially um, the, the interaction with Megan Mullally's character. Yes. I think helped create ideas of, of simply just the idea of that, you know, Gay people are here. They're not mm-hmm. going anywhere. Absolutely, and you can be friends with them. Yes, mm. and, and I so I think even though there may have been, it may have also in some minds maybe pushed things back. I think it did a lot of good as well. Yeah, so, so it's 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 super interesting. It's, it's a double edged sword. It's yeah. always going to be when, when you're dealing with people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I think it's mm-hmm. kind of I, I think we're handling, I think we're handling uh, the sort of conversations that we're having with gender identity. Now I th- I think th- that's kind of the new territory that's yeah. being explored mm, in mm, media and and mm. and I will say I think a better job is being done to not make them caricatures yeah. in mm. terms of like you know we're we're actually kind of more it's still new territory but but it's a lot more you know 
were under because because of everything that happened with you know gay acceptance coming up through the late 90s and early 2000s mm-hmm. we realized that some of that stuff's like oh yeah we thought we were being mm-hmm. progressive but this is kind of well, we're not going to do that yeah anymore. hindsight mm-hmm. yeah and, and, and i can't speak that everything sure. is doing that and of course no. as as a sure. as a cisgendered white man i'm not an authority to speak on how the feelings of treatments of non-binary of gender non-conforming yeah. non-binary what have you but i'm the, not an authority to speak on that i'm just saying from what i've observed with yeah. how mm-hmm. media is dealing with this now it seems to be they're taking greater care to not caricaturize as much well Good. and one thing we're doing well i think as cisgendered people in this discussion uh is and we'll move on here um but <laughs> is we are recognizing seems to be looks like it is right we're, we're taking right. a very hesitant attitude like not yep That's, got got that yep. trans problem figured out uh-huh. nope. seems like the discussion is going okay but obviously just like we've learned through watching 90s lgbtq representation there's much work we may need to reevaluate exactly well, well this just had me thinking that this is why gay witch hunt episode is so great it's because by the end of it the one you the one you feel you know the most sympathy for is the gay guy who's being who's got outed you know michael over and over again is a perfect example of what we're talking about where he stumbles into an issue typically he he, with the best intentions his goal is correct his goal is in line with most people's but his means is wildly off base Mm. he is very much the flagrant gay next door neighbor for all things. Yes. You know, right. Every right. issue. With race, well, let's just write down every race on note cards and put them on our forehead. Yeah, and you know? make himself Martin Luther King. Right, yeah. Which is another, yeah. like, just classic white guy thing it's, that... Yeah, it, it's almost like if you want to explain the problems with the white savior narrative, show that episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Like, do you have Diversity Day on speed dial? Because that would help this conversation <laughs> right. a lot. Oh, you are not kidding. Here, one right. thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. to go from uh, topical to silly is Dwight's retractable veins. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, how he's proud of being he's so abstra- proud of shrinkage. Of it. <laughs> he's so proud of his retractable penis. That, well, that, that his... <laughs> oh. Dwight the, the, is the king of, like... Doing things that he th- that are just completely useless. Like, there's no reason to have your to be able to make your veins retract <laughs> oh, into yeah. your body. But then he does it, yeah. and the nurse immediately starts dabbing the iodine or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, did it work? Yeah, it worked. But she's still not impressed. No, she's no. like, okay, he's still whatever. overly impressed with himself. Yeah, as he would be. Also, yeah. he moved a lot to do that, and yeah. I hope he knows he's going to have to hold very still for the prick. <laughs> You know, so he right? You can't let that. Uh, you don't want to miss the vein. Right, yeah, no. But back to what you were saying, yeah. proud of uh, shrinkage. <laughs> you could totally tell that was because uh, at the very end of it, because you think he, he's going to go on, but he kind of stops, and you can see like, well, no, that that's not Dwight. That's Rain Wilson oh, because right. they they just were probably like, uh, yeah, just fire off a few other things that. How you many can outtakes do. were there? That, yeah, and different yeah, versions. and then he got yeah. to he got to well, when he did that one, and he was just like, I can retract, and it it, it looked like he was about to say something else, but he he kind of you but, can see he kind of breaks a little bit, but yeah, it, it yeah, also comes does. off like he says, I can retract my penis into my body. And then he does it. Yeah. And he gives like and a, he gives a little smirk, smirk like, yeah. like just did it. 
I need to rewatch this and have yeah. that version in my head. Yeah. <laughs> That's, watch it today. I was paying real close attention to that. And I was like, oh my God, he did it. <laughs> that was him telling us he did it. The sh- he, he has shrewded it. <laughs> That's the true meaning. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, and one one thing I, I that does need to be uh, remembered is one of my favorite Michaelisms is Cupid Sparrow. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And how people are gonna get hit by Cupid Sparrow? Uh, got hit by Cupid Sparrow, such a silly little bird. <laughs> That's a cartoon waiting to happen. So oh yeah, <laughs> just just think about it. Uh, I also like uh, we do get uh, the fun introduction of. Uh, <laughs> Kevin and uh, his Lynn. new uh, oh 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 that's Lynn. Lynn's the new girl Lynn's yeah the who other, is the I old girl uh, I forgot her name oh Stacy Stacy yes Stacy and uh, his his love of the Eagles got him that was that was the straw that broke the camel's back yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you, one day you wake up and and it's funny well not funny sort of sad but that that's the story that leads Michael to think we need to do a mixer like like this is this is just horrible like that was the one after you heard everybody's you know Oscar and Angela well hers didn't really count but mm-hmm. uh yeah all that that's and and, and his uh, he, he is sort of the through way of he is because he, he's with Michael and he does look sad and they make a point to show him yeah. how just sort of you know when Flint Pam puts the flowers back up and then we get the nice Reveal at the end after he gets Lynn's. Are you on email? Oh, I love that. <laughs> Kevin, and it's just such a Kevin is not like an idiot here, but he's just kind of dopey. Yeah, he's kind yeah, of dull. Yes. Yeah, know? he's and, he's duller, dopey Kevin. Yeah, but he he does. It's it's kind of like when they you know get their parking spaces back. He's like you know good Valentines. Yeah, and you get that sort. Yeah, yeah. You really you're, you're like because there's some fans that win, really Kev. love Kevin too. Like he's one of their favorites. So you know those people are like yeah and, yeah. And, yeah. and there's something very matter of fact about it. Like I realized in this rewatch how Lynn is true. So he tells her that he gets nervous talking to pretty girls, and she kind of gives a little smile. But then he <laughs> says, "Look at how sweaty my hands are." And she goes, wow, they're really sweaty. sweaty. <laughs> and I realized what she's saying there is, wow, he really thinks I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. Right. That is proof. His, he wooed her yeah. through his sweaty yeah. palm. Through yeah. his own idiot savantness. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, they the both kind of end up in a, yeah. Yeah. And, and he even, because they, they make a point that Michael introduces Lynn to him. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, and, and Michael's like, uh he, get, he only gets better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he only gets but, better. But then he formally says, thank you, Michael. Like, mm-hmm. and he lets him, it's like, okay, well, and, and, but then he has to play it off. And then, yeah, does the same thing. Tries to say, oh, I left her. She didn't leave me. Yeah. And, and then, then stalks off and thinking he just blew everything. You know, blew yeah. Everything. He yeah. really, he, he very much is just kind of uh, struggling with his own confidence. Yeah. Michael and Kevin can't get out of their own way. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially is what it is. Well, but, you know, Michael, it's Kevin, he just kind of collapses. <laughs> like you can just see his confidence and ego yeah, just kind of fade away. So, but, um, yeah. But it's, uh, it's not all over for old Michael. Not just yet, because we got to bring back Holly eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this well, and, and what this is is a really interesting thing because obviously, you know, with hindsight, we know we're going to get Holly back in the story. But here, we've kind of said goodbye to Holly, mm-hmm. and we don't have any reason besides, you know, Pam said it's not over, but we don't. We still have to. You assume, really don't know yet. We don't know. So, so this was a great way to kind of close the book on that story 
until we get to the end of the season and we kind of get that little, mm. oh, there's a little flipped over corner page here that, you know, there may be more to tell. Yeah, it's true. The, it's true. The, uh, the company picnic. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. They, get, yeah, they do the worst rendition of all time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Buffalo. <laughs> Where's Creed this episode? Creed, Creed, thank you for asking. Uh, Creed is walking out of the bloodmobile with bags of blood. Creed is making bank. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is perfectly, perfectly Creed. Absolutely, it, it goes, steals yeah. the whole. I mean, for all you for steals all you, the whole episode with just that. For all our cynics of Valentine's Day, that's just beautiful to see. Yeah, I, yeah. I gotta say it because yeah, was that yeah that was just after um. Phyllis and Stanley got busted for trying to get cookies. Yeah, yeah. which is another great moment. The uh, they, they go with the uh, cotton, cotton ball. Cotton ball. Didn't and do the band-aid. band-aids. Yeah. And then the way he looks at Phyllis, it's band-aid. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's a great little moment because you it, it kind of relies on you knowing a little bit about how blood drives work. <laughs> right. And I really dig that. <laughs> yes. This is definitely an episode. This is not a first-time episode for most no. of the, for most people. Mm-hmm. You know, you, this is not the first one you watch. Oh, no. There's this... a lot of tying into either yeah. other episodes oh, yeah. or, or, or just the, the office culture. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this has been this has been like you're not a brand new fan coming into this yeah no. like you've you're in and even unless if, you're watching on syndication maybe that, right, that's the only thing right, i can right. think of which i yeah. mean that's just that's just the the, the punishment not, for any sitcom the vast majority yes know? but you wouldn't by choice yeah. jump into this episode as, as a yeah. as a new viewer i would love to yeah, meet someone if you like this episode of syndication you go back to the start yes right, yeah, or at least you would yeah. think somebody yeah. would at least yeah which, if, if it was their first time seeing it then yes they this would be for somebody even if they were a new ish viewer to that time they've mm-hmm. gone back mm-hmm. and watched which that honestly maybe it would work because you've got silly antics which is just funny like the opening scene mm-hmm. you've got the weirdness of characters like Dwight you've got the the cringe but not exceeding cringe of characters mm-hmm. like Michael mm-hmm. you've got odd moments like the Jim and Pam hearing Phil and Bob having sex mm-hmm. the weird dinner conversation lunch conversation excuse me oh the and working with that jackass the that feeding jackass. of meat by the way oh no mushroom ooh Oh, yeah. Oh, but love the, the double stare to the camera. The, the camera. look to the camera is so Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Way to bring more out of the scene than what, you know. But, but yeah, Hilton, I I totally see that. That this is a good uh this is a good showcase of everything that makes the office great. It really does. And but for like people that are been it's that extra layer it's underneath that yeah. makes it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, and then great just office uh, moments. Uh, also, an underrated idea from Dwight about uh, using a net to get people together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like no, like uh, net, like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, not a net. <laughs> Old practical Dwight. He just has his he has his ideas. Oh, and then um, you know, trying to keep the uh, the uh, uh, you know, because lonely people should be breeding together and creating yeah. oh, more yeah. more lonely, lonely people. people. <laughs> I like that. That loneliness is genetic. It's yeah, just, I know. Yeah, he's totally a eugenics guy. Oh, like, oh really? Like, yeah. like, one hundred percent. I was just watching some PBS and the Holocaust. Like, yeah, and it's uh, very sad. Dwight's, and, but Dwight's like, got a like a frenetics like the. The skull phrenology. phrenology. He's got a phrenologist phrenology. skull. Yeah, yeah. 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 the uh, the bumps on the bumps on the, the size and uh, shape of the bumps on Walt's asshole. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Thank you. 
<laughs> men at work. Watch it. Random men at work. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's wrap it All up. All right. Anything good times. This episode we got to talk about? Oh, I got the net thing in, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got, uh, got Creed taking the blood. God, that's I'm, just I'm glad so they threw Creed in somehow. Funny. Yeah. That's going to be just a thing, I think, no matter what. We just need to stop real quick and be like, okay, uh, where was Creed this episode? Yeah, that's true. Creed, yeah. always something You need good. to have Creed oh. watch. Yeah. That needs to be like the end segment of each one. Like, what was Creed doing this right. episode? And why was Stanley at the mixer event at the right? end? He's that, always the, looking for someone new. And right? we know later on that he is not the most faithful. No. I did love uh, the, the the offers walking out together. Them, I, them I did too. For Michael. I did too. They had those, those little group moments they have like at the end of Christmas and like those little, those group you can feel they, and it's still genuine. You still still you still see it, and I like the feeling because yeah. he needs it because you've gone through so much, even for Michael. Yeah, it's building that sense of family. It's really showing how much these characters have come along, and yeah. it's always great to see um, a little love for Michael in his in his weak moments. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, a little hope. Yeah. Uh, so like he's, like we said, producers were injecting a little hope, and it's working. They had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They worked. Josh, thanks for coming back on the show. Absolutely, yeah, thanks, always a pleasure, gentlemen. Nothing but love. Nothing yeah. but love. And uh, oh, thanks to all of you yeah. for listening to the People First and Paper podcast. We are always so happy to have you. And uh, we'll be back next week because things are going to get very uh, weird and wonka around here. Oh, yeah. The People Persons Paper podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. Uh, this is actually a re-record because yeah. we, you know, there's I, a whole I lost episode. Do it at the end. Okay. None Some of, of you of the, will but ever. But no, we don't have to say anything. Yeah, at all. we don't have to say anything at all. Yeah, no. Okay.